How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Rundown Podcast. My name is Abe Hicks. This is the eighth edition of the show, alongside with my co-host, Dylan Kearns. And we also have a guest today. And that guest is my future brother-in-law, Braden Kirchner. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. No problem. It's a pleasure to have you here. So what we got on deck for the show today, uh, we got a lot for you. We're going to talk about the Red Sox. What are they going to do at this upcoming deadline? There's some, a lot of players, a lot of buzz around a lot of guys that are that we think they're going to be moved at the deadline. And finally, we're coming into the second half of the season, which means there are some teams that want to, that want to make a playoff push here. We're going to give our opinions on those things. But I want to start off with the Boston Red Sox. Uh, they had a rough past two weeks especially getting absolutely trounced by the Blue Jays this past week. But I really want to focus on them for this first topic here because they've been playing so bad recently. The question is now in mind, are the Red Sox now buyers or sellers? And in my opinion, the Red Sox, they have to be sellers here, without a doubt. They have to sell. I expect the Red Sox to definitely trade J.D. Martinez. He is in the last year of his contract. I think they should also take a look at trading Nathan Evaldi, same as J.D. He's also in the last year of his contract, and he has value in a starting pitching market that is scarce at the moment. There's not a lot of good arms, not going to say good arms, but big name arms in the starting pitching market. And I also think this shouldn't be controversial, but I think they should take a look at either trading Xander Bogarts or Rafael Devers. If I was high in bloom, I would keep Rafael Devers and build around him. The rebuild is right around the corner for the Red Sox. And that reality is staring right at High Bloom and the Red Sox. Have you lost your damn mind, Abraham? <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest here. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I didn't know if you wanted me to chime in here, but I'm going right here. I'm in. Let's hear. Dude, it. I mean, Xander Bogarts. I understand he's got an opt out, whatever. Yeah. Rafael Devers, shut up, man. Shut up. Why the hey. heck did they trade Rafael? Okay. Devers? Okay. Talk about start the rebuild. They got they got Marcelo Meyer, Brian Bello, ten pitchers coming up. They got everything. That's what I'm saying. Up. What do you mean start the rebuild? You're not trading you away can... franchise third baseman. Shut up. You're not. Hey. Trade away a franchise third baseman in Rafael Devers, who's in the prime of his career, potential MVP candidate this mm -hmm. year with three years of control. That's Juan Soto shit for an organization who isn't even good right now in Washington, right? That's the reason they're trying to sell because they need everything they have. Boston has a pipeline coming up. They know what they're doing. They're still above 500. Sure, they had a bad week. Yeah, I understand your point. It, this is a good conversation topic. Should they sell? Should they buy? J.D. Martinez is a guy whose contract's expiring. He's getting old. I understand that. I still yes. think, really think Baltimore's not a fluke. I mean, their starting rotation has guys that probably couldn't even start for Norfolk, let alone their rotation. They're just having years that no one ever expected. So I, I don't I don't believe in Baltimore. I still think they're positioned enough to where they can win enough ball games in Boston. I think they're okay, and I think they should buy, but don't don't trade away a Marcelo Meyer. Don't trade away your system. I didn't say Marcelo Meyer. No, I'm the one bringing him up here because you're thinking okay. you them to sell. I want them I'm to sell. Buy, but buy smartly. Get a Jose Quintana. Get get pieces that could help you get into a wild card spot. Not trade, blow up the farm, buy, but also don't sell anybody on your roster. So if you're high bloom right now, you want to buy. I want to buy, but buy smartly. Okay. 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 What do you think about this, Braid? Uh, 
I would have to agree with Dylan on it. I don't – we're only like three games out of the wild card right now, and the pitching has been awful lately. Like, oof. But I don't see – I don't – I like Xander. I don't see why we would trade Rafi away. He's got a few more years on the contract. He's an absolute beast out there. It's just they need first baseman help, obviously. And right field's been awful this year. And the pitching, we had a really good month in June, which I bet you we could repeat it again if we pitched like we did. Once we get Chris Sale back, everyone healthy again, I feel like we could be a team to reckon with in the playoff time. Yep, I, I, I definitely I agree with both of you guys. I Like I said in my original statement, I would want to keep Raphael Devers. That's who I keep. You don't agree with but, us. You but, 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 yes, okay. Yes, I don't agree with you guys on that point, but I agree with keep Devers. But I think you have to take a look at him. You could get a haul for Devers, an absolute haul. You don't need a haul for Devers. Devers is going to be – Okay, you, you who, what pitchers – what you pitchers are in guy. there? What pitchers are in there and are on the come up for them? Okay, Josh Winkowski who pitched tonight got rocked. Whatever, good yes. kid, right? Brian. Other Bello, than jo- other than yes, Brian other than Bello, Brian Bello, Connor Siebold, Jay Groom. Do you really want me to go down here? Jay Groom. I mean, they have, Jay Groom. Yeah, top ten. Look at his numbers. That guy's okay? been roasting. Yeah, in he's the still twenty three years old. He's battled some injuries. He's twenty three years old. Sub three ERA. He's a stuck up prick. Year. That's what no, he is. Not. That's what Jay no, Groom is. Jay Groom's a good pitcher. They have we'll in their top 10, there are some guys that I, I truly believe will have good careers in Boston. Their pitching is not far away. It's not like they're these low A guys pitching for freaking uh, 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 freaking the Salem Red Sox. They're pitching in, in, in Woo Sox country up in Winchester. So they're, they're in AAA <laughs> with the Woo Sox. They're in AA with the Paw Sox. They're pitching in, in high levels of minor league baseball. They should be ready in a year or two. Yeah. Okay. Chris yeah. Murphy, okay. Sure. Sure. They got some arms. Okay. But I'm just saying I wouldn't do it. I would not do it, but throw the name out there. I think Xander, they should definitely explore. Okay. I think they should definitely explore, especially with the amount of infielders that they have come, having coming up in the system. And I think we have to remember the Red Sox, they have a history of not wanting to pay their players. Mookie Betts is a prime example. The reason high bloom, in my opinion, I think is very hesitant on paying his players is because look at where he was at before he joined the Red Sox. He was with the Tampa Bay Rays. When he was there, the Rays had the lowest payroll in baseball and made the playoffs in his final year. That same year, the Red Sox had the highest payroll. It didn't make the playoffs. Now you have to be very smart. I be, so you have to be very smart and truly know baseball to win in a situation where you have a financial disadvantage. That's where I think Bloom is very smart. But when you go to a situation where you have a financial advantage, you cannot continue to run the baseball team like you are the Rays. If I'm high bloom, you gotta you gotta pay your guys. You gotta pay Xander. You gotta pay JD Martinez. That is a core of your lineup. I don't I don't think they'll pay him though. That's the thing. The reasons the reasons they are currently in the state they they are in is because of the lack of aggressiveness this recent offseason. You go pay Hunter Renfell, you don't have to worry about right field. You go pay Kyle Schwarber, you don't have to worry about first base. Now they have two positions. In their lineup, that is historically bad. High Bloom pays those guys. They are not in the position they are today. You got Tristan Cotton. You can't. First of all, you can't play money ball in a big market. Look at the Chicago Cubs. That's why. That's what I'm saying. Time of year. That's what but I'm saying. I, your point on the first base. Why pay Kyle Schwarber? You got Tristan Casas, who will be here by the end of the month. 
I mean, you got enough guys that are, are going to be coming up and playing baseball for this team. Casas is your first baseman. Who's going to produce more? Who's going to produce more? Kyle Schwarber or Tristan Casas? I like Cassis. Tristan Casas on a cheap contract because you can allocate that money to Rafael Devers so you don't have to trade him you away. Put him, you put him on a playoff roster now? Tristan Casas? Yeah. And you think he produces like Kyle Schwarber? No, that's stupid. That's asinine. I'm thinking long term here. Okay, this is long a term. Contract okay. guy who doesn't even hit arbitration for three years, or you're paying a big buffet guy and Kyle Schwarber who's making twenty million a year. That's stupid money right there. He can allocate you're the Red Sox though. You can give it to him. Yeah, you can, but you can also save it and pay Devers and get pitching when you need it. That, that's just my take on the Red Sox. All right. Any final Brady. remarks? Any final remarks on that, Brady? On your Red Sox? Yeah, I got. I got to agree with Dylan here. First base, we need him so badly. With Bobby right now, it's been historically bad for us right now. And just, yeah, not a lot to say about them. I mean, Franchi Cordero's playing first Very base. Very frustrating. So before we move on to the next topic here, just want to give a word out to our sponsor, Wade and Williamson. They make special cool t-shirts. I am wearing the all-rise Aaron Judge. Dylan wearing the Anthony Rizzo. Go check them out, Wade and Williamson. They're also on Instagram. Go check them out on the website. They got some pretty neat and cool stuff. All right. So the deadline's coming up August 2nd, I believe. Right, Dylan? August 2nd? August 2nd, next Tuesday. All right. That's coming up soon. One of my favorite days of the year. This is a, this is definitely one of my favorite times of the year. And we definitely expect to see some players moved at the deadline. Dylan, who are those guys for you that you want to see in a different uniform come August 3rd? Yeah, I think if you're looking at uh, someone who was even rumored to begin the season was Frankie Montas out in Oakland. Mm-hmm. I think that's someone that everyone's had circled saying, look, if Oakland trades Matt Olson, how far can they go? They trade Chapman away. I think Frankie Montas could be a great addition to anyone's rotation, um, especially like I, I, I'd love him to, I'd love to see him in St. Louis. I think they have great pitching right there, but adding another veteran starter like that in the rotation, I think he would just do wonders for them. Um, another another arm for them. I'd like to see Jose Quintana moved. I know mm. he, he got a hell of a haul the last time he was moved at a deadline, freaking Eloy Jimenez and Dylan Cease. Um, mm. But I mean, nothing that drastic out of Pittsburgh. One-year contract can come in. He has uh, postseason experience. Um, and, and another name, just one more, I think, um, could be a great or, – or I'd say two. Brandon Drury's having a great year in Cincinnati. Guy's hitting over 280, name. 19 yeah. ding-dongs. I mean, he's getting it done. Uh, third base, second base, he could play anywhere across the infield, and he's, he, he's, he's hitting the ball hard. So I think he could be a great addition, maybe on a team that uh, just, just needs another bat in their lineup. Could be Boston if they're interested, but – um, I think that could be one for them. And then also David Robertson sort of had a career resurgence this year, sub two ERA, a lot of saves out in Chicago. Uh, he's going to warrant a lot. I heard the Cubs were talking to the Mets earlier of a package deal with, um, with uh, I think it was Ian Happ and, and David Robertson. I don't oh, okay. think Harris was mentioned, but uh, it was a package deal to the, to the Mets. And I thought that'd be great. I mean, they dealt with the Mets last year to get Pete Crow Armstrong. Um, but I, I think that Javier Baez moved last year, but I think, David Robertson should command a lot, and uh, he, he's been a solid relief pitcher. He's finally staying healthy and looking like his pre-2014 self. Now, I got a question for you, Dylan. Could you see David Robertson and William – I'm sorry, Wilson Contreras in a package deal? Do you think I that's could see, possible? I could see Wilson – I could see all three in a deal. 
and, and I, I could see both. I could see Contreras and Hap moved. I could see Contreras and Robertson moved in a deal. I could see Robertson and Hap moved in a deal. I think all of them are interchangeable. I think you can get the most value. That's what Jed Hoyer's looking at. I think all three are gone for sure out of Chicago. I heard Cleveland Guardians could be in on uh, both Ian Hap and Wilson Contreras. They were one team that wanted both. I think uh, outfield help there, another catcher depth. Um, could definitely help them out. But I think Cleveland could be a team to watch. But all three of those uh, Cubs players should be on the move again. And once again, breaking Cubs fans' hearts, Wilson Contreras had a very emotional day today at Wrigley. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Your boy Jeremiah, a PA announcer, uh, got that on film. So pretty uh, pretty heartbreaking to see, but also pretty cool at the same time. Braden, who is on your board of players that we should be on the watch for to be traded at the deadline? Um, one guy for me, I would say Josh Bell. I feel like he's having a great year for Nats and talents being wasted there. They're not, they're not anywhere near the playoffs. So I could see him going to a team like the Brewers that could use some help at first or teams like that. I mean, Mets already got a uh, shoot. Who'd they pick up? Daniel Vogelbach. Yeah. Yeah. There you got Vogelbach. So I think, I, I could see him go to a team like the Brewers or even the Red Sox right now. Yeah. But just another guy, Andrew Benatendi, I love him. He's an old Red Sox. I love watching that dude play. <laughs> He's a great player. I would love to see a return, but I just – I don't see him going to Boston just because the whole – he can't play in Canada because not being unvaccinated and everything. But I could see a good bat like him being moved to, like, anywhere, man playoff team yeah definitely agree with you as we see with the nationals they are definitely in full selling mold uh especially with juan soto declining the five or four hundred million dollar offer they're not winning they're not playing any winning baseball right now try and get as much value as you can if you're mike rizzo in the washington nationals uh so for me the players that that i want to see moved at the deadline and i think it's very possible trey mancini from the Baltimore Orioles. He still has one more year of control. His strikeout percentage is lower than it was last year. His BABIP is higher, is the highest in four years, batting average, uh, batted balls in play uh, at 327. He's very good bat that adds good depth to a contending lineup. He's not a guy that will terrify you, but he is not an easy out or a pushover. I think the perfect spot for Trey Mancini is the Milwaukee Brewers. I think they need some more outfield depth. They're a team uh, that needs more production from their outfielders. I believe Mancini fits that perfectly. And another one that I'm looking at, like you said earlier, Dylan, Jose Quintana, and I believe he would be in a package deal with Brian Reynolds. Um, uh, you get Reynolds with two years left of control and Quintana, he's been surprisingly having a good year this year. Um, he has a two, he has a two war, um, sub four ERA with a 1.2 whip. If you need some back in rotation help, I would be calling Ben Charrington and the Pittsburgh Pirates. And I think the Yankees should be in line because that would address their death in the rotation and an outfielder. That sounds Andrew Heaney-ish to me. Andrew Heaney. <laughs> I, he doesn't give up the long ball, though. You know, just wait till he gets into that boom box of a ballpark. That boom box. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, I saw this on uh, TikTok, and I believe it was, gosh, Will Middlebrooks, I believe. He has a podcast. And he mentioned the Angels trading Shohei Otani. 
I saw those too. I mean, he's still got, he's got years of control. I mean, you imagine what he'd bring. He, he could go to any team in baseball, any contender yeah. and be like, okay, he's your best pitcher. And he's probably one or two of your best hitters best right hitters. there. I mean, you sure. know, the haul that he would get, he'd probably fire your entire top 10 and a big league ready guy. I mean, dang near. You think that, he gets more than you think he gets more than Juan Soto return? Hundred percent chance. Really? Hundred really? percent chance. But if you if you are the Angels, do you I feel like you have to consider it. You're not winning with two of the most the the best players in baseball. You're not winning with those guys. They try to get pitching. Uh they try against bullpen help. It's not working with the age. It's just not working. If they trade Otani, you know what they got it. They gotta trade Trout. You, you can't you can't go half ass. That's why the yeah. Cubs they blew it all up. They traded everybody. I think yeah. if you go if you trade one, you gotta trade both and just restart that entire thing. No one's going to Angels games anywhere. They're buried no. on the LA attendance markers. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? What do you think, Brayden? You think Otani? You think the Angels should look at moving Otani? I think for sure they could get a haul of minor leaguers out there just because he's such a great talent. And I would love to see him on the move on another jersey. That, oof. Yeah, that'd be, something. that would be insane. But I think as a business move, the Angels don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. But I think if they want to make their baseball team better and get out of this gloomy season that they're in, I think you have to consider it, right? Dude. Imagine what? if he went to the Mets <laughs> with DeGrom and Scherzer. That'd be insane. He DH, you got Pete Alonso, you got Frank. You know they Cohen don't win do the World it. Series. You yeah, know Cohen Cohen's, would Cohen's do aggressive. He'll give up Beatty. He'll give up Francisco Alvarez. He'll give up David Peterson. He'll give up every freaking big leaguer. They got the assets to give it up, and yeah. he could make it happen. <sighs> that makes me that really makes me wonder. I feel like Steve Cohen is brewing up something. He wants to make a splash. He's a splashy guy. Oh man, that that's ooh, that's crazy to think about. All right, so as we move into our last topic, we will be uh, the second half of the season starting. It's moving along, and August we'll be getting into the dog days of the season. And I believe this is the time of the year. We'll be getting to that time of the year where the teams really separate themselves for the ones that will be playoff contenders and the ones are just sabotaging the season and going getting ready for next year. So, Braden, uh, who who's that team for you that you think will have a good second half and possibly end up winning their respective division? This one, I didn't go too out of the box, but the Atlanta Braves. I think once they get Oz, uh, Ozzie Albies back, uh, they have a really great lineup. I love Austin Riley. He's having uh, just having career year out there. Then, of course, Dansby Swanson in top five for MVP candidate. Acuna, obviously, you know, got Matt Olson at first. Uh, just even the pitching has been really good with Matt Fry and the, the rookie, Spencer Strider. It's just I, I like a lot what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I like what they're doing out there. And I think that the Mets will – I think the Mets – I think they will take the division from the Mets and just yeah. – I could see that. I always – I the Mets crumble every year, and I, I think I think it happens every year without a doubt. And the Braves, they're breathing down their neck, and I could definitely see it happening. 
the thing no is, no dylan <laughs> I, i'm processing it here i mean the, the reason that they won so many games not the reason this is stupid I mean, Charlie Morton was a beast for them last year, and he's sort of had a bad year this year. I, I worry most with the Atlanta Braves with their rotation. They signed Kenley Jansen. They got Will Smith. They got Minter. They got a solid bullpen. I know they blew the game against the Phillies, but still. Um, I do question their rotation a little bit. And I know Spencer Strider's been a beast. And I, I think Mark Sor- Mike Soroka is still like – that dude probably still – He's a front-line starter. Yeah. He hasn't walked since 2020. He's um, a front-line I mean, starter. Yeah, but I don't know when he's coming back. I don't even know if mm-hmm. he's playing baseball right now. But um, I will say, Ian Anderson kind of scares me. Kyle Wright is is having an all right year. But I, I tell you, Spencer Strider, if he hits that rookie wall in the second half, that rotation is burned, and they're screwed. And the Mets are only getting better getting DeGrom back in the second half. I, I That's the only thing that keeps me back. I like the Ozzie Albies point. I think Marcelo Zuna's having a pretty solid year, too. They lost Adam Duvall. I think if you look at Atlanta, the only thing that keeps them from that division is going to be the starting rotation. Mm. I think, honestly, I was thinking about this. The Marlins are probably going to be sellers this year. Could you see them trying to get Jorge Soler back? Dude. That, I mean, they could. They, they, they could, definitely but... could. Yeah. That'd be a good pickup. That'd be a really great healthy. pickup. That'd be a great pickup. Well, for me, a team that is crazy. This for me, it's a team that is currently winning the division, and I think they'll be able to hold on. It's the Minnesota Twins for me, man. I believe they don't really get a lot of attention on the national stage. Like nobody really talks about them, but the Minnesota Twins are having a really good year, especially their offense. Their offense is top ten in home runs, Babbitt, OPS, offensive WAR. The pitching is in the is in the middle of the pack, but I I really want to focus on their offense. The Twins. Although they have low averages, but boy, do they slug. They, they really do slug. They have five guys in the lineup that have a slugging percentage over 400. And Miguel Sano is coming back soon. And Carlos Correa, do we forget about him? Carlos Correa is having a very good year, batting to 80-12 home runs with an OPS of 806. Alongside with one of my favorite players, Byron Buxton. Dylan, I know you hate him for exactly no reason. I like, the tw- I like what the Twins have going on. I believe that they'll be able to hold. Uh, they currently have a three-game lead. I expect them to keep that lead and win the AL Central. <laughs> See, I don't want to go into my point yet. I, I want to let this marinate for a second because I can't believe that you brought – if you bring up Babbitt one more time, I'm going to drive 13 hours and kick your Batting ass. average balls in yeah, play. Batting, I don't matters. care what it stands for. No that one knows matters. what Babbitt is. Um, it sounds like a clown. It's like Blippi's brother. Um, all right, so <laughs> – I think you look at this, the Minnesota Twins, to your point, there's no really, there's no national coverage of the Twins. No, like they're winning the division because the White Sox suck. Like that's the only reason a casual baseball fans like, oh, the Twins are in the lead. Oh, it's probably because the, the Twins' fault. It's not the I know twins it's not fault. the Twins' fault, but I, I just think it's a strange, I, I don't think that they can stay there. I think there's a better team in that division. Ooh, who's that better team? Braden, you got any points? <laughs> I, I like the twins, honestly. I love Byron Thank you, Buxton, Braden. dude. The dude's Thank a beast. you. Yeah. We got two it, Byron Buxton lovers over here, except <laughs> that guy, Dylan. Pretty you hate he hates he hates Byron Buxton for no reason. Because no everyone reason. calls him a five-tool player and he can't he hit. He is. No, he's not. He's a Show me his batting player. average. He can hit, he can hit with I don't power. care about hit. batting average. You know batting average is an overrated statistic. Just ask Joey Gallo that. He question. slugs. He slugs. Joey Gallo doesn't do anything well. 
Yeah, he does. He's a plus defender. Yeah. Byron Def- Buxton's a great defender. Yes. And Byron Buxton can hit. He can hit bombs. He can hit, but more than Joey Gallo. Oh, yeah. Joey just can't hit, period. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I don't want to get into Buxton again. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to turn this to a Buxton thing. But anything else, anything else, Braden? One part you didn't, uh, one point you didn't mention, Gary Sanchez, man, old Yankees catcher. I know you like him. Uh, <laughs> really, oh, Gary. Talk about slugging percentage. Yeah, is he <laughs> slugging? Is he is he doing all right? The guy, the guy's got pop. Worst defensive got, catcher in baseball. But... Man, I, like I, I think. Yeah, I think I think a new change of scenery, not as much pressure being in Minnesota opposed to New York, I believe. I think that definitely helped Gary Sanchez mentally. I mean, Gio Rochelle is having a really good year, too. Another oh, – you loved him on the Yankees, but he's also having a good year. But but back to your original point here, AL Central, who who's that team for you, Dylan? It's the Cleveland Guardians for the land, oh, baby. Boy. I, oh, boy. Dude – Okay. Yeah. Say no. Shake your head. Do whatever. I I, I tell you, they, if they, they have to make a move to get to that point. Right now, this roster isn't going to win the division. They're three and a half back, which is pretty solid, right? I bring up one name for the reason to win that division. Terry Francona. You look up this guy's numbers, pull up his baseball reference, do whatever you want, right? 2004, the guy became the skipper of the Red Sox. Before that, he was out of baseball for three years, stopped in 2000. In 2004, Terry Francona came back into baseball, managed the Red Sox, won two World Series during his tenure there, goes to Cleveland, does whatever. That was 2004. This is now 2022. Terry Francona last year was the only year he was under 500 as a manager. Only year he was under 500 since 2004. Okay, it's guess what good. his record was? 80 and 82. This guy is a, a, a the best manager in baseball by a landslide, and he never gets talked about, okay? Because he wins. He wins ball games. He's smart. He knows what he's doing. He started Brian Shaw tonight and still found a way to win. Like, he, he, does, he does things just a little bit unconventional, but he, he's a smart manager, knows what he's doing. Bottom line is not just Terry Francona. They got the pitching. I mean, every year they could trade. They can get rid of Kluber. They can get rid of Clevenger. They can get rid of. Uh, who was that nut job that tore up a jersey? Uh, freaking uh, Trevor Bauer threw a ball oh, in the yeah. They get rid of anybody, dude. I mean, they, they they could they could move every pitcher in their system. Doesn't matter. We'll pull up a, a call Cal Quantrill. We'll bring up uh, a Zach Plesac. You got uh, Shane Bieber leading the staff. I mean, you have so much pitching that it's ridiculous on that team. Uh, Emmanuel Class A leads baseball in saves. The guy's a monster. He looked very good in the All Star game. Their infield is insane. You look at Andres Jimenez at second base, Jose Ramirez at third, Ahmed Rosario is good at short, Josh Naylor's okay at first base, uh, Steven Kwan's had a pretty quiet but good year. I do think that they need a good second half for Fran Mil Reyes, and they got to acquire a Wilson Contreras or another outfielder. That's why I said Contreras and Hap go to Cleveland, they're winning that division. They're packaging it up, and they're going to win that division uh, with that. And that's not the only team. I believe the St. Louis Cardinals outlast the Milwaukee Brewers. I think that's just – I can uh, get behind that. Yeah, I like, I mean, I mean, I I like their roster. Trade. They make yeah. one more trade. I don't think maybe, – maybe it's Juan Soto, but um, I think they make one trade that gets them over the hump against Milwaukee, and that's tough. Milwaukee's owned this division the last few years, and Craig Council just is a great manager and finds ways to win without having a good player on his roster but good pitching. Um, I think they win, and I'm going to throw out a bold one here. The San Francisco Giants finish higher 
than the San Diego Padres in the West and make make the playoffs. Any remarks, Braden? I'm not a big believer in the Guardians, but that's just me. Okay. Okay. Well. Braden, why why don't you think why aren't you a believer in the Guardians? Yeah. I besides Jose Ramirez and Jimenez, I'm just I don't know. I I'm not a big believer in them. Every time they play the Red Sox, I I don't know. I just I'm not a big fan of the team, but that's just me. Just the gut. <laughs> just the gut. Well, here's what I'll say. Uh you said that you expect them to make a move. When have we seen the Cleveland Guardians make a move at the deadline that isn't selling? That's true. I mean, they, they, they don't. They, they, that's just not in their nature. So, so you're right. If they did acquire uh, Ian Hat, Wilson Contreras, possibly they they can win a division. But with that, that front office is very. The front office don't they don't make those type of moves, especially in midseason. That's just not like them. Yeah, that's a good point. That's 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 a great point. I don't recall like the Guardians ever getting someone big because they don't they, make splashes. No, if they're if they're making splash and they're selling somebody, yeah, for sure. And, and and with the Cardinals, I I agree with you there. I love I love their veteran roster. They got guys that been there, done that. Uh, I love that saying. But they do. It's true. They they have those veteran guys that have been in, that have that have been around the game long enough. They know what it's like, you know, having to go through the dog days in August and finishing strong in September. So, so I, I'm, I will agree with you on that. I think the Cardinals will end up uh, upheading the Milwaukee Brewers. So, all right. Well, that is it for the show. Uh, thank you for everybody who's tuned in. I also want to thank my, my future brother-in-law, Braden, for coming on and knocking out of the park. Dude, you did a great job, man. You did a great job. Really appreciate you coming on. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll have to have you come back sometime, especially if uh, the Red Sox are back back in the news cycle. Uh, we can have uh, definitely a, a Red Sox expert talk about them but thank you to everybody who's tuned in really appreciate all the support also go check out wade and williamson they have these awesome shirts me and dylan are rocking them please go check them out the material's great you look fresh everybody will love it go check out wade and williamson follow us on our socials on tiktok instagram youtube we post there every single day and uh, have a great week see you guys next week on the podcast